Jessica and Jordan, and we're here with Don't Talk About It for our first episode. Uh, sorry about the really long delay in getting this. We wanted to do it during our finals week, but turns out finals week was actually kind of busy. So here we are, back home in the United States, and we're going to talk. We're going yeah. to talk. We're talk. <laughs> we're not together, and it's really sad, but yeah. Jessica's in Florida. I'm in Colorado, but this is a good way to stay in touch. Yes, it is. I miss you a lot, Jordan, by the way. Mm, I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, today we are going to be talking about a major issue in France right now, uh, the Gilets jaunes. Um, I'm pretty sure it's been broadcasted pretty frequently in the United States as well. So we just kind of wanted to talk about an inside perspective, like what we saw while we were in France uh, with the Gilets jaunes and basically what we think about that and protesting in general. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we should probably start about talking about exactly what the generations are. Yeah, we'll give um, you the good encompass summary of it, not just what U.S. media has been portraying it as. Yeah. You want to go for that, Jordan? Okay. Love to. <laughs> um, so Jessica and I, we've done some of our some research um, with this topic, and the Gilets Jaunes um, are just a group of like individuals, French citizens, um, who are just upset with certain taxes and ruling, uh, rising fuel costs um, with Ma- Macron's presidency, um, and they are using this um, like platform to start like talking about this whole subject and it's interesting because the I was telling Jessica how the motorists in France since like 2008 have been required to keep a yellow jacket which is English or like what French gilet jaune means in English um yellow jackets and so they are required to keep those in their cars now and so they already had those for this reason and now they have started putting roadblocks up some riots unfortunately but yeah there's also that and Jessica can also add anything (laughs) yeah I mean it's it's interesting because like watching it on on American media when I flew in uh, to Newark yesterday I actually saw like clips from the protests and there was like flames everywhere and all this like horrible stuff and it basically made it seem like France was like just burning and what's crazy about it is that if you're in, if you're in Paris, yeah. you know it only happens on Saturdays. They, everyone knows it happens Saturday mornings. You stay inside. There's, like, designated areas. There's right. There's like Bastille or, or Champs-Élysées or whatever. Yeah. And, and you just avoid those areas and it's fine. Yeah, and it was a very organized movement. Like, every, be like, Thursday, Friday, we would get emails from, like, the U.S. Embassy or our school and, like, okay, the Gilets Jones are going to be out Saturday. They're planning, you know, like, stay away from these areas. For the majority, they're very peaceful people. But, unfortunately, there's also the individuals that just riot for the sake of rioting. And that's, of course, what's going to make the news, what has the best pictures. Because people, you know, just, like, morbid curiosity. Like, you want to see things in fire for whatever reason. And just, like, yeah. destruction. I mean, that's the image that sells. Right. Um, it's really, it's interesting, though, because if you talk to a lot of people in Paris, nobody really loves this movement, especially, like, what it's becoming. Like, yeah. I think the first round of protests, there were 300,000 people who came out. Mm-hmm. And this past Saturday, there were only 66,000. And I think that's mostly because um, it started out as this movement that really wanted change, you know, help the middle class, because the middle class has been kind of getting squeezed by 
these new policies. And so it was really a movement for change and to make everything better. But now I think the people who are coming out are the people who want destruction. They don't really care about the change. They just want to set something on fire. Right. And there was some updates with the French presidency's um, administration and how he did announce emergency measures. Um, so they did rise minimum wage. They dropped some countrymill taxes on pensions and tax-free overtime and are looking at lowering the uh, gasoline prices. But Jessica, you had, you had a good explanation of like what his, how he had like a good goal overall, but his like yeah. immediate measures weren't the best. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Macron is obviously very uh, pro- save the planet, you know, fight climate change, all of that. And the reason why uh, they are protesting the thing that sort of that started it off was uh, the rise in gas prices. Um, and Macron's just, justification for that was that he's trying to save the planet, he's trying to get people to stop using their cars as much, but the problem there is that all of these people who are protesting now are thinking end of the week, while Macron's thinking end of the world and those two just don't line up and you know there's needs that have to be met now right 20 years from now yeah and the people it's affecting the most are like typical middle class who live in the suburbs of France and have to drive to work everywhere and it's like they're not living now they're living like paycheck to paycheck because gas is so expensive and to make a get a job that doesn't pay enough then they're paying more to drive to that job and so there's just like um, just not fun stuff with that. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's interesting because I mean I can understand both sides of it. Like obviously we need to save the planet. Obviously climate change is one of the most important issues facing our world today, if not the most important. But I mean, how do you how do you screw over so many people now? Like it just there has to be some sort of balance, I think. Right. And for the most part, their movement has been or has gotten the attention of the administration there. Um, and unfortunately, I just saw that like 10 people have passed um, because of car accidents with this whole movement um, and other reasons. Lots of people have been arrested, um, especially at, like the big riot areas. Um, but it has become a very violent thing, unfortunately. And a lot of people have compared it to like violence since like the 1960s or 80s in France or something. And it has it did reach like very violent measures, which is really sad to see. And we love Paris and there's a lot of, a lot of areas or a couple areas that were just very demolished and like lots of yeah, destruction. Stores were burnt down, stores were broken into glass shattered everywhere. Like it was, I mean, I, I didn't see any of it because I, I stayed inside or I was traveling that weekend. Right. Um, but like I just saw all over like social media, like my friends posted pictures of all these horrible things. It was, mm-hmm. just, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I think that raises another question. Like, did they go about this the right way? Is protesting the right way to gain this kinds of attention? Because you know, ten people died during these protests, maybe not directly, but as a result of of the gilets jaunes. And those ten people had nothing to do with what they were protesting mm-hmm. they weren't in charge of the government the stores that they looted and broke glasses of had nothing to do with it the cars they burnt down belonged to people that had nothing to do with it so i mean i gotta believe that they're just isolating people who would maybe support them but now they're destroying property of people who were just bystanders 
lives. Right. Right. right like, just rioting for the sake of rioting, just to destroy things and steal things. Yeah. And, I mean, that's an issue we have in the United States, too. I mean, I've been seeing so many, so many posts on Facebook of people being like, this is what we should do. We should take to the streets, set everyone on fire, get our politicians' attention. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really yeah. not what we should do. It's a horrible idea. Yeah. I think it's valid to protest um, what they're protesting. Like the initial, like the peaceful people have the right to do that and have very like solid reasoning too. Um, and I think that's admirable. But then when you have the people that just feel like destroying it, it just really diminishes their like saying and what they're like, what they stand for. And then no one wants to listen to you when you're just going to destroy everything. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we have that issue in the United States. I mean, I mean, we're gonna let's get controversial here. That's like, <laughs> what we're doing for. <laughs> like, let's talk about Black Lives Matter protests. I haven't seen a lot of them, but recently. But I do remember that you know there was one in my hometown in the United States, and I think I told you about this, Jordan. But like, yeah, there was a huge shopping plaza, like a bunch of stores, like the main central area of the town, and they just blocked it all off. Like they were just standing in the middle of the road and they weren't letting anyone get through. And I mean, the thing is, the people who were getting there weren't just people going to shop or do whatever. They were people who worked there. They were Mm -hmm. people who had business there, who had jobs, who may have gotten fired because they couldn't make it to work because the roads were blocked. And I feel like there's there's a line between protesting and trying to make a point to your government Mm -hmm. and protesting and just screwing over everyone around you and just I don't think that does anything for your movement I don't think that helps yeah I agree like the fact that 10 people have died in these gilets jaunes like how could that support their movement right yeah and with how much destructions happen and just like protest overall is there like protest and rioting like they're they can't even consider like the same thing right mm-hmm. like a protest should be I think something peaceful and you're doing it like in a safe way, but then rioting is just like mass destruction, chaos um, with no like sort of empathy towards other people. Um, And that just kind of defeats the whole purpose behind protesting. Like we have the right to do so. Um, And I think everyone has right. The right to free speech and sharing those things. Um, But where do we, draw the line that you can't like stop someone necessarily from rioting because then you'd be infringing on like say their free speech right mm-hmm. but there has to be a line somewhere but i mean it's it's complicated because you know then what is the right way to protest because i mean here's a different completely but let's think of the nfl like colin kaepernick like mm-hmm. a knee during the national anthem so many people are like that's that's not what you should do that's disrespectful but, I mean, it, it, it did get attention. Right. It did bring a lot of focus onto that. And, um, I mean, if that's not the right way to protest, then what is? Because you don't want people taking to the streets. You don't want them to loot and burn down things. Mm-hmm. But you still, like, I mean, the point of protesting is to attract attention. Yeah. So, like, where's the balance? I mean, personally, I feel like that was a really good way to protest because it caught people's attention. And, um it, it it brought focus to the movement without hurting anyone. No one was hurt 
find it funny to ignore me. Right. But a lot of people disagree with that. I actually, where do you stand on that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, like, I think the platform is there for those athletes to do, um, I guess, whatever they want. I wish it was gone, I wish it had gone about it in a very different way. Um, just because, like, you know, like having a brother in serving this country has a lot of, um, a lot of, like, impact on how I view that. Um, and just knowing that someone with a lot of money, I, I feel like he could have, I don't know, put your money where your mouth is type of thing, you know, like you're using this platform. And so what are you actually doing to change anything about it? And I could definitely do more research about that. Um, but I also think, and I, I've talked or I've seen a lot of articles with military personnel who I like the guy that recommended it to, for Kaepernick to do that was a veteran. Right. And so I think that's important to consider. Like there's plenty of people who are saying like, he did this because there needs to be change in this country with like racial tensions and um, whatnot. But I also think he could have, I, I honestly, think there's just like, has to be a better way to do it because in the U S like the flag is such a like respected thing, right? The military should be respected in a manner where you're not just kneeling to kneel. I don't know. It's, 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 it is it really is because I can I can see both sides of it um but ultimately I feel like there he has a platform and he has a big voice to use um and of course people that have like an agenda to meet like certain standards are just like reaching their whole like narrative on certain topics they're gonna just blow that out of proportion and everyone's gonna get upset and it's more about like us versus them now right instead of just like okay we want the same thing for people to be happy and safe but everyone goes about it in a different way and then everyone just starts blaming the other side and then it just like doesn't get anything done like that's the whole issue it's it's right versus them mentality you see that you see that with kneeling at the flag you see that with black lives matter you see that with the gilets jaunes It's, it's everywhere and I think that's the main issue is that we divide ourselves up onto these sides that we don't realize that we're both looking for the same thing. Like people are saying to, to Colin Kaepernick, like you went around, you went about this the wrong way. You should have done something else when really, I mean, when you look at his message, what he's trying to get across, I think everyone knows mm-hmm. what he's trying to get across. And if you can just come and meet somewhere in the middle and say, I know that you're trying to make a better country black people I think everyone wants that I mean I'm not sure <laughs> everyone wants that <laughs> but you know so if we can just find that middle ground I feel like there would there'd be so much so much better I don't even know what I'm trying to right. say there'd just be better communication we'd we'd get along we wouldn't have these horrible political divisions right. that we're facing not only in the United States but uh-huh. across the world right now I mean, I know that Macron is trying to do the best thing for France, and right now what he's doing is not working out for the citizens, and so I feel like there has to be a way that like, people can just sit down and talk yeah. to civilized people, you know? Which yeah, we're going to revolutionize politics with this. Jessica and I are going to be the next uh, president, vice president, 
stay tuned for our campaign coming up in the next 10 years. <laughs> 2020, 2020, wow, yeah. I think we have to be 35. That's 135. <laughs> oh, okay. 20, 20, 30, 5, I don't know. We're not 20, good at math right now. I, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the present. I, yeah. No, I'm pretty bad at math. Mm-hmm. But we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to you. Yeah, stay tuned for our, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well. Anyway, I think we could probably start wrapping it up, but we did want to end with yes. a positive headline because exactly more happiness, you know? There's just too much negative stuff. Yeah, y'all, Jessica sent me this and I started crying, but you go ahead and share it because I, I might cry again <laughs> if I talk about it. <laughs> so this is from MSN and the headline is Little Girl Reunited with Her Missing Cat After Writing Heartbreaking Letter to Santa. So here's what, what did she write? Let me find exactly what she wrote. She wrote, Dear Santa, can you find my cat Shiva, please? I really miss her. She is black and she is a kitty. Oh my, my heart. <laughs> She's seven years old. All she wanted for Christmas was her cat back, and someone brought it in. Girl, after my own heart. Found it. And that's just, that's, honestly, that is, yes, that is some good news right there. And that happened. That was that article's posted half an hour ago, or maybe not an hour ago. An hour ago, mm-hmm. I hadn't refreshed it. So she found she is just reunited with her cat. And so when you're going through your day, yeah, Ava, if you're out and you just need some positivity, remember that little girl, her cat. I mean, it's also Christmas Eve, and oh, right. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy New Year. Um, this is our Christmas present to you guys, so you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm saying Merry Christmas. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever you celebrate. Happy Festivus. I'm not, I'm not condoning a pagan holiday. I don't, yeah. That's another, that's another <laughs> I can't wait for it. But that's that's what we're about. We're just going to talk about controversial stuff. But then me and Jessica are going to laugh for the next 10 minutes about it. And because we adore each other. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you're interested in listening more, we'll keep posting um, exciting stuff. You can find our podcast on nine platforms now. Did you know that, Jessica? Nine platforms. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to it. you can listen to it on Anchor. Oh, fun fact about Anchor. If you download the app, you can record a voice memo and it will send to us with questions, comments, anything. Like we would love feedback, anything you want us to talk about, and we'll get a notification and we can add your voice comment into our next episode. But you can also listen to it on Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Fun Stuff, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can both find it. Don't talk about it. All right. Look, search it there and Google Podcasts and Pocket Cast. So, Sorry, <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So anyway, those I can't believe we're on Apple right? and Spotify. I listen to crazy. podcasts all the time yeah. on both of those. That's fun. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, we'll hopefully have something out. Yeah, next. that's our goal. Two every couple weeks. Yeah, okay. Just 
Yeah. And if you have any thoughts on this, any comments and questions, again, like what Jordan said. What's our Twitter handle again? Um, we're here. I think it's don't talk about <laughs> We didn't choose that. Twitter so, did. I don't know. Yeah. I, I might choose Oh, yeah. You can look up. Twitter, but apparently not. Oh, my Google Translate totally just like translated don't talk about to do not talk about it. Um, so don't talk about it at don't talk about I3. So, yeah, follow us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. All we'll right. Bye, guys. In a few weeks. Bye. <laughs> Cut.